Embarking to Build, Lead, Succeed, the official podcast of the National Association of Women in Construction. I am your host, Angela Highland, and I've got something fun for you today. May we just launch this podcast, and to give everyone a taste of who we are and why we are here, we did a little preview two weeks ago by interviewing the outgoing national president, Ann Flegger, CIT. During that episode, Anne gave us a sneak peek into the NAWIC Annual Conference that was coming up. This iconic event was held on August 10th through 14th, three power-packed days of industry education, professional development, networking, business opportunity, as well as doing the business of NAWIC. Members and delegates from 118 chapters throughout the country, all from different careers in construction, convened in Charlotte, North Carolina. I was lucky enough to be there, first as a member and a speaker, but also as the podcast host. We set up a a table and set up some audio equipment and just started dragging people over and started interviewing them. What you are about to hear are several five to ten minute chats with some powerful and dynamic women. We did so many interviews, we had to break this into two podcasts. In this first part, I was able to speak to three business owners, two NAWIC past national presidents, a safety director, and a lead GA. We thought you would like to hear their stories and get a little taste of what NAWIC is all about. NAWIC's overall mission is to support women in the construction industry at every level and help them advance in their careers. Before we get started, however, I want to say a big thank you to our sponsor and partner who is making all of this possible. TouchPlan is a collaborative construction planning software that digitizes collaboration, planning, tracking, and communication on the job site. TouchPlan is committed to the belief that innovation and learning from data is the key to making the construction process more efficient and, in turn, will make people's lives better. Thank you for your partnership, Touch Plan. Enjoy the next few recordings. I'll be back after the last interview to sum up my thoughts and give you more information on our next episode. Hey, everyone. This is Angela Highland. I am sitting here with the great president, Catherine Schoenenberger, from 2017 to 2018. Catherine, welcome. Thank you. It's so good to see you. Oh, hon, after this year and a half that we've had, yes, blessings all around. I know. That's what's so exciting about being here tonight. We had to cancel last year and do the hybrid thing, and everybody is so excited. The energy in this room is really great. We keep talking about that because it is. The welcome party is always so fun. Everybody's flown in and starting to see things. So what do you think today? How's your day been? It's been great. Um, I've been behind the scenes a little bit. We have uh, the installation of a very prominent person that I know as our national president next. So I have been behind the scenes a little bit on that um, genre. I'm the incoming bylaws chair. So, um, yeah, went to our pre-con meeting for Ann Flager's last time as national president. So that was fun. Um, And... Historical. Historical. Thank you very much. Historical. That's right. You coined that term, and I love you always say that about her story. And I have started to use that in some places. And so it's been really great. I am hoping to get Doreen over here, Doreen Bartoldis, the incoming president. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) I already 
kind of pulled her to the side and said, hey, come over and sit with me. But I know she's running around. So whenever she's got a few minutes over the next couple of days, I'm going to grab her. Uh, as you know, we interviewed Ann Flegger on her year and talked to her about everything. So tell me a little bit. I want to know a little bit about you. I mean, I know, but the listeners, what do you do and what's your role in construction? Well, first of all, my name is Catherine Schoenberger. I go by Catherine and not Kathy or Kate or any of that shortcomings because my mother named me Catherine. Mm -hmm. So there lies the beginning of a strong woman. <laughs> um, came right from mom. And uh, Schoenberger is the last name for 35 years now, married to a beautiful man uh, named Keith. And um, we are, okay, we are um, just basically, we're happy with what we do. Um, COVID did not slow us down. My business is Stay Safe Traffic Products. I've been 19 years with that business, and if I had coined the phrase, stay safe, during these last 18 months, mm. old ladies, I would have been definitely... Mm. Name of the game, right? <laughs> so it's a, but really, construction is... I've always been in construction. I grew up in it, um, but I was also, also the first of 11 children to go to college with a bachelor's degree, earned a bachelor's degree. Never expected to be selling cones and uh, safety equipment and anything that you drive by on the roads it's traffic control um but i do how have but you I seen do. have you seen your business change this past 18 months better worse better and seriously because of the dbe mbe keeping the inclusion and the diversity and the equity going on mm -hmm. i am a dbe mbe in massachusetts and uh uptick and the con contractors seeking me out that's so amazing. I have like six solid that right now, because my business came from municipalities. Signs basically, are there, you know, anything in the drive-by kind of thing. But um, yeah, the uptick came really from the contractors because obviously they can bid out something and I have already included my bid. So it's been fantastic. It didn't change my business model because I work from my home. I didn't necessarily have to leave. The only real infringement was my in-person trainings because I do training for work zone safety and flagger training. So... Those were the two impactful areas for COVID. So what do you, I mean, you've, we've made a lot of changes this past year. Anne's been very busy. She's got a lot of initiatives going. There's a lot of stuff going on. What do you see for the association moving forward here in the next, say, two to three years? Well, I am extremely excited for our Ean years. We have Doreen Bartoldus coming in right now and Lawleen coming in as our president-elect, and both of them have had extenuating um, conversations with about where they want to go and what we want to do with the association. I mean, our branding overall, and yet I know that you know this, just overall, bringing us into the next, you know, getting us out of the old, and I don't mean that in any disrespect because obviously it attracted me in 2008, sure. but we're in 2021, 2022 now, and I think that what NAWIC has to offer is something that the industry can and has to embrace. It's very special, and I, I want more women to know about it. Yeah. Uh, it's part of why I got involved in the podcast, because I believe this is a powerful medium. Mm -hmm. And I really agree with you about moving into the future, getting our brand out there, and often and everywhere, partnering and really growing this association. The power is in this room. And the power is. is always in the room. And we have to recognize and harness it no matter what industry we're in, but especially in the industry that we're in here, in the construction industry, because it's unique, it's wonderful, mm. and um, it's viable. I said to a, a, a an adult male, full-grown men, 
room just the other day. I said, the best boss you ever had was your mother. <laughs> and uh, I don't think anyone shook their head. <laughs> yep, so no, I don't believe so. It will so. be going forward. And that's what we want to, we want to establish that with the leadership. And, um, you know, we really do mean it. We lead, yeah. we build leaders and lead builders. So. We really do. That's our tagline now. Yeah. And I think that that we're especially good at it. And maybe it will change you if you let it. And I am so excited. You were one of my favorite presidents. And I'm so excited that you came and sat down with me for a few minutes. Well, congratulations on this production, too. Thank you. It's Thank so you fun. Ladies. And um, enjoy the rest of the conference. All right. And I'll cool. see you around. All right. Cool. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hi, everybody. It's Angela Highland. I am here at the welcome party at the National Association of Women in Construction. The welcome party is about over, but people are still milling around. And I happened to snag a young lady who I met recently. She came over to say hi and uh, learned a little bit about her. And I thought we would get her in on a little interview. Allison Jensen with Frontline Floor Coatings. She is the owner and president. And uh, she's located in Colorado Springs. Welcome, Allison. Thank you. Thank you, Angela, so much for having me. Yeah. What chapter are you from? So I am from Maywick Pikes Peak, Chapter 356. Very nice. And how long have you been a member? I've been a member for six and a half years, and I'm the current chapter president. Are you? Wow. Score. Double score. We got a president and a woman business owner. This is amazing. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you because is, um, get your take on this conference learn a little bit about what you do, and then um, hear your story, because I think you've got an interesting story. Okay. So is this your first time here? This to is the my conference? first time to a national, to annual conference. Okay. Um, I participated in our regional conferences for a few years now, and um, as chapter president, of course, I come to represent my chapter and the ladies of the lovely Pikes Peak chapter. And so um, my take on the conference so far is that it's just so incredibly awesome to be back together in person, mm. supporting one another, hugging one another when appropriate. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's just, there's a lot of great energy here. And um, I was fortunate to lead the Trades Women Industry Council breakout session earlier today. Mm-hmm. And we had a panel of some really amazing ladies that are active in the trades, in the field, doing the nitty gritty every day. And um, we had an amazing session today, it was awesome. That's fantastic. So you're really involved, involved member of NAWIC. Uh, you're the president and you're heading up a council. I know that takes a lot of work. And so tell me a little bit about your company. How did you get into construction? So, um, so I kind of always had a little toe in the water, if you will, in construction. Um, my father was a civil engineer in the Air Force for 28 years. And so I knew a little bit about construction, um, but really what I learned from my dad is is to take care of your people and the people coming up behind you mm-hmm. and to always be kind of that servant leader. And um, so I got into construction, not in a typical way. Um, my husband said, hey, let's start this company with this partner. And so we did. There was not really a lot of direction with that partner. And uh, we were doing more like janitorial kind of stuff at first, like cleaning tile and and that kind of stuff. And then we started getting into epoxy coatings. Um, The partnership dissolved in fire and brimstone. (laughs) That was a whole nother story that I could tell you. 
but my husband and I saw the value in the company and what direction we could take it, and so we both just dove in. And I learned everything I know about concrete finishing, concrete polishing, epoxy coatings, overlays, urethane, concretes, all that kind of stuff from getting out there and doing it in the trenches. I, I didn't have any mentors. I didn't have anyone teaching me except for it was me and my husband doing all the work. And so, um, so we had to kind of be each other's cheerleaders and yeah, we can do this. We got this. And uh, here we are nine and a half years later, a successful subcontractor and we love it. That's amazing. You know, it's interesting. You and I were talking earlier. I think it's so fascinating when women get into construction they pour themselves into it they want to learn their craft they want to learn their trade whether they are an administrator construction manager a tradeswoman uh, it doesn't matter they pour themselves into it and we learn what we need to learn because it's not the traditional route right we get into it often by accident and you just dive right in and 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 you've done it so congratulations so How has COVID affected your business? So, um, you know, COVID has been a a blessing and a curse at the same time where we have, we've suffered what you would say is a loss. Like we, uh, we had to shut down our commercial storefront where we had a showroom, Um, but we operate from our home now. And, but at the same time, it's been a a huge blessing because construction was deemed essential. Mm -hmm. And in Colorado, where I am, business is booming in the construction industry and so we were just super fortunate that we had some large commercial projects during the the pandemic and the shutdown where we were able to go to the same site every day same group of people same contractors and that kind of stuff social distancing and uh, we had our best year ever in 2020. That's fantastic that is so heartwarming to hear so what do you think how do you think that things are going to go over the next year? Like for you and your career and your business, do you just expect it to increase and keep growing? So I'm a big fan of word of the year and I've already mm. picked my word of the year for 2022 and it's expand. I love it. And uh, so I just see that uh, the construction industry is still going to keep going. Um, I think the rate of growth may slow just a little because we're just going gangbusters right now. Um, but I'm all about expanding, not just my business and you know my financial gains, but expanding myself as a person, mm. expanding myself within Maywick, and uh, just uh, you know I'm I'm soaking it up here at, at annual conference. It's really good. Yeah, really Maywick cool. will do that. It yeah. it just it gets in you, and you just grow from it. It's yeah. it's really amazing. What do you think uh, is one of the biggest issues that women deal with in the construction industry, from your perspective? So from my perspective, you know, and I kind of have a unique perspective because I'm a tradeswoman out there on the tools, on the job sites, but I'm also a business owner and, and I'm in the office doing the administration, the finance and that kind of stuff too. But I still see that there's so many uh, stigmas of a woman on the job site that she's, you know, she gets the light work or, you know, she gets uh, favored to do the easy jobs or uh, she's not quite as credible as the guys are when they first come on the job site. So I still see some of that. But the light at the end of the tunnel is that the younger guys that I see coming up are more inclusive. That they they come from a different 
school of thought, if you will, to where those those stigmas don't matter and that, you know, jobs don't have genders. There, there's not, you know, this is a, just a man's job. It's, it's not like that anymore. And I think uh, the younger generation is opening up to see that. I would agree. I love that. Jobs without genders. That's great. That's a great line. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I have to say, I, I, I robbed and duplicated that. There's a, there's a great outfit called Tools and Tiaras. Oh, yes, I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of their hashtags is jobs don't have genders. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yep, so, I'm very familiar with so them. I love Mrs. Judeline Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. It, She's it's, amazing. It's great. Very good. Well, I am so happy to see you, and thank you for coming over and spending a few minutes with me. It's good to get to know you a little bit. Yeah, it's great to see you. Enjoy the conference. Yes, thank gonna you. It's going to be a blast. Hey everybody, this is Angela Highland. I am back at the welcome party, still doing interviews. We're having a good time and I caught up with one of my favorite people, Cindy Sparopoulos, lead GA, sorry, Cindy Sparopoulos, C-I-T, lead GA. Welcome, Cindy. Thank you for having me. Yeah, she came over and, and saw us at the table, so I snagged her because this is a woman you guys need to know about. So tell me what a lead GA is. Well, LEGA is a, a certification that a lot of developers and contractors are looking for to actually for clean building, basically, save the environment. And it's a point system and you get certain certifications with that. And where do you work? What do you do? I work for HJ High Construction. Uh, we were founded in 1936. So we have been a small general contractor in the Orlando area. And what position do you hold there? I am their safety director, so I travel to all the job sites and I do inspections and orientation and sometimes we have confined spaces that we need to do or anything that's critical, like a critical lift for a crane. So that's basically it. So this is tradeswomen, right? You're a tradeswoman. You're out there on the front lines. Oh, absolutely. On the job site, right? Yeah, boots and dirt. That's right. <laughs> Lots of boots and dirt. I love it, especially in Florida when it's raining, then you get a lot of mud. And yeah, boots, dirt, and mud. <laughs> yeah, that's really fun. And so let's talk about why you're here at the NAWIC Annual Conference. Cindy is a region director for the southeast region of NAWIC which houses the Greater Orlando chapter, of which she's also a member, and I am also a member. That's why she's one of my favorite people. And so I thought it would be good to get her take on her directorship. The directors typically hold two years. They are a member on the National Board of Directors. And uh, so you're coming down to the end of your two years. How's it going? And How it, has it, it been for it's you? It's bittersweet, yeah. I have to say. It has been uh, an amazing journey. At our board meeting uh, this morning, we had to end um, our day with one word. And I really wanted to use uh, personal growth because it has been amazing for me personally. But since I always allow one word, I use the word growth. Uh, this is what NAWIC is about. You know, when you move up in the leadership role, it amplifies yourself to do better. And we have 14 chapters in the Southeast. Uh, we, at this point, we have uh, 711 women in our region. And I did get to travel, thank God, this year toward the end, which was amazing. And I just wish there was more time in everybody's schedule, you know, to be able to travel to different chapters 
and get to know the ladies of, um, you know, the other states. You know, they're amazing. We have amazing women here in our region. But we do our fall conference and we did our forum. And unfortunately, one of them was canceled because of COVID. But it is um, an experience I will never forget. It was an experience that really made me learn a lot about myself. It improved my attitude toward people. It improved the way I speak to people. It has improved my leadership. It has improved just the way that I want to approach people and encourage people. I feel like I'm the cheerleader now. And it's amazing. It's just been a wonderful experience for me. It really has. You've been a great leader. I've loved your two years as director. I know you were very nervous heading in. You've become quite the master of technology. And you can... I've improved. <laughs> <laughs> you have. You've done a great job. And I'm very proud of you. And I thank you for your leadership because our... Our region always needs that good leadership. It's hard. You know, the Southeast region is Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee. Correct. And that's a lot of space to cover. So, it you know, is. it's been a journey for you. Well, I'd like to thank, you know, even the whole Southeast. You know, they uh, all came together during this COVID crisis, and they knew that technology was not my strong suit. But I'll tell you now, I feel much better about it, and I'm not so scared to attempt it. Another thing that Maywick has helped me with. Yeah. You know. So what's next for you? Um, at this time, um, I really want to dedicate my next year to my chapter. Um, I'm going to be the parliamentarian and see if we can make sure that we're running everything correctly now that I understand all the rules and the bylaws and everything. That's stuff that I probably didn't pay too much attention to in the beginning. Um, and I think that I can help other chapters with that. Um, possibility maybe in the following year after that maybe Depends moving on, on up who's running oh <laughs> yeah i'd love to see that happen possibly so, a book oh. people say i'm going to write a book oh, oh i would love to see my that. experience in maywick i think you should do that that would be a great book so what do you see for the future of women in construction from what you've seen not only in your maywick journey but also as a woman in construction uh in a leadership role out there on the front lines of every of every single day, what do you see for the future? Well, I'll tell you, there are a lot more women in the construction field. I've been in the construction field for 32 years, and there are more women now out in the field than I ever saw when I first started. I mean, I was really the minority at the time, but we have a lot of women finishers, a lot of women painters. It is amazing. I would say that more than 50% of my painting and drywall crew are women. And what you need to do is you need to tap into those women and find out what are they all about? Where do they want to go? Let's get them involved in Maywick. They could be mm -hmm. the next possible leader. You know, they always say, don't judge a book by its cover. Some of these women are amazing and super, super smart. Yep, they run teams too. They're great they at running a crew. I have a woman on my job site who's a project manager for the mechanical team, and she's amazing. Her knowledge is good. I, I just, I, I see it. I see more I and more women coming into the market. It. I think I see a really wonderful future for NAWIC, for the women that are in the construction industry. We just need to get it out there and get them in and, you know, make them feel comfortable that, you know, this is a great business to be in. Well, I think NAWIC's making some great initiatives towards that, so that's really, that's, that's what 
that's what counts. So thank you for joining me here for just Angela, a few thank minutes. Thank you for having me. It was oh, a pleasure. I, I, I was excited to get you over here, and I hope you enjoy the next few days. I it's will. a celebration of your leadership. Uh, the Greater Orlando Chapter is super proud of you, that you came from us and have done such a great job. Thank so you. thanks, Cindy. Enjoy. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Hi, everyone. This is Angela Highland on day two at uh, the National Association of Women in Construction's annual conference 2021. We are here back in the construction zone. It's very quiet this morning. We've just had uh, a big general session meeting and everybody's gone off into their workshops. So now we're here and uh, dragging people to the table and I got lucky enough to come across uh, another one of my favorite people, <laughs> Ricky Lovejoy, a past member of the Greater Orlando chapter and a mentor of mine. I don't think I would be sitting at this table without Ricky, quite honestly. Really? I, yeah, that's true. Oh, so wow. Ricky Lovejoy, CIT, CDT, mm -hmm. CSPM, mm -hmm. uh, past, no, not past, she is the national president from 2015, 2016. Yes. Yep, trying to be better about saying <laughs> past president. We still say it, so, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> and she is here today joining me. Welcome to the Thank podcast you. table. Thank you, Angela. This is a great opportunity. Yeah, so it's great to see it. you. So you are not in Orlando anymore. You're now in Texas. What chapter are you um, with I'm now? a member of the San Antonio chapter. Very number 11 number so a little 11. higher in the numbers um it's a it's a great chapter um through covid and stuff i haven't been able to participate as much because I, I live about 40 miles south of where they meet and because of orlando i always forget when their meetings are <laughs> I'm just yeah, right? yes. I mean, you. you know, twenty plus years I'm doing Orlando for <laughs> the second Tuesday of the month, That's and theirs right. is the first Wednesday, so it, it's confusing to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I could imagine. Well, I was really glad that you could come and talk to me. So first, I want to talk to you a little bit about your company, RFL mm -hmm. Consulting. So mm -hmm. tell the crowd what you do. Um, I'm in my twentieth year. Just celebrate my twentieth year. Um, we are a construction management consulting company. Uh, we specialize in owner representation or lender representation on larger commercial projects. Uh, most recently, I, I say most recently since for a while, um, my main client is a timeshare uh, a resorts company that does the renovations on the timeshares. So um, those are projects that we act as the field project manager and um, work with the owner and work with the contractor and we do that kind of work and for lender representation we haven't done that much over the last few years um, mostly because the economy just never picked up enough for for our service um, it's coming back and I hope to get back into it a little bit more and um, we just keep moving on so the last 18 months has probably pretty pr been pretty tough in your sector? Or yes, has it been good? most I mean, definitely. Construction's been so essential, but I know some pockets, if you specialize, have been hit a little bit worse than others. Yeah, I, and, and I hate using this as an excuse, but yeah. it, it is because of COVID. Um, our manufacturers of furniture and appliances and all that kind of stuff, they can't, they can't meet the demand. Mm. And um, for instance, I was supposed to be on a project early September, and at this point, because I can't get chairs, lamps, appliances, 
we're I'm pushed off until the end of October. Wow. So and that's just to give at least a bulk of the stuff to come in. I still won't have everything before we start the project. Yeah. So and and last year it was kind of the same thing. I ended a project and then I had to go back when we could get appliances. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a it's a material supply. Everything because in the timeshares they basically custom design a lot of the furniture but then they're manufactured overseas so between their lag in in working and all the shipping problems and stuff mm -hmm. it, it, it makes a big difference yeah it's, it's creating a challenge for sure but you know what we will carry on That's and work right. through it and hopefully eventually it'll get better exactly. we'll adapt like we always do <laughs> yes exactly right? so one of the things i find so interesting about you uh you are truly a leader not only in the construction world but in nawick itself thank you uh, you and i first met because um you really saw a future for nawick and the women that work in this industry and uh, you're an author, is that right? Yes, yes. Yes, and so tell me a little bit about the subject matter of the books that you have been involved with. Uh, my very first chapter that I wrote um, for Becoming the Professional Woman was really talking about being um, uh, being a woman in a non-traditional career but I wasn't addressing it to just construction it was for anybody even the males that are in the nursing industry that's a person in a non-traditional career and talked about you know the the pros and cons of that uh, a lot of the rest of my chapters I've used my construction experience but they're mostly about uh, dealing with women's issues like you know being who we are and who we can be and being comfortable with that. Um, I, I learned probably more since I've been on the national board, I learned more about myself and forgiving myself more than I did, you know, the first 40 years of my life. So um, it's, it's, it's an experience and being able to put it into words, um, it's like, that it, it's really cool. I mean, if anyone has anyone to say, you know, anything to say, they need to do that. I know one of your other um, um, invitees mentioned to me the other day that she's thinking about writing a book, and I'm like, go for it, mm -hmm. do it. And uh, so hopefully yeah. she does. Well, we all have a book inside of us. I've, yes. I've thought that before. We all have things that we'd love to write about. Yep. And, you know, that's just a whole other podcast about how to get that done. Yes. But for you, um, you have this vision for women and how we can do it all. One of the things that many women deal with in construction is, is that we have to be moms. We have to be wives or significant others. We have to be, um, you know, managers of our home, mm -hmm. and we run businesses. Yes. And we we work in construction, which means that's not a forty-hour-a-week job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there is a way to balance it all out. Yeah. But you also have to be an advocate for yourself. Yes. So tell me a little bit about your thoughts on that. Well, and in fact, I I just. Uh, before COVID, I did a presentation about life balance, and quite honestly, it isn't so much a life balance, but you know, you have to do the things that you do when you got to do them. So today, I might have to give 110% to running the business, um, so something is going to fail mm -hmm. in that particular day. But if you are forgiving of yourself and know that, okay, I can still do this but it's going to be tomorrow, then, you know, we, we, um, we can keep on moving forward. And that balance comes 
at the end of the month. Right. You know, type right. of thing. Prioritization, so, exactly. right? And reorganization and yeah. adapting on the fly yeah. because that's yeah. what we have to do. Yeah. Okay, wow, my kids are homesick, so now I can't go to work and yeah. I've got to do, but now I can do this, this, this instead yeah. of what I was going to do today. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so on the advocacy side, one of the very impactful workshops that I remember being with you, and I've used this ever since with many people, mm -hmm. is about tooting your own horn yes. because women don't often do that. We want to be these powerful, go-get-em, ambitious creatures. Yes. But then when somebody comes and says, oh, that was so great, I want you to do this, we get very shy. Yes. And oh, no, and we, we bat that back yeah. on the other side of the yeah. table. So yeah. I... The, the simplest yeah. answer to that is say, thank you very much. I appreciate your comments. Yeah. You know, so that, that's, that's what you got to do. And you, and you do. You have to toot your horn or you're not going to succeed. What other tips can you give us about advocating for ourselves? Um, you know, be kind to yourself. I, I heard this this morning, even in the invocation that was given um, or the inspiration. You know, be kind to yourself. You're going to work hard. But, you know, forgive yourself. Um, learn. You got to keep learning, um, and and reach out to people to help you. Uh, don't don't think you have to do it all alone. Oh, amen, sister. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, it has been a treat having you sitting here. <laughs> this is so cool, and thank, thank you. you so much for your insights, and thank you for your leadership, sure. and always just great to see you. Same here, Angela. All thank right. you so much. Bye bye, Randy. Right. Bye. I had so much fun talking to these women. In all fairness, you can tell that I know a few of them very well, but that's exactly why I wanted to interview them. These women are all powerful leaders and mentors, and they are making a difference in the construction industry. I'm glad you got to get to know them a little. Thank you for listening. Our next episode will be part two of our annual conference interviews, which brings us some fresh perspectives from women who are new to NAWIC. You'll want to check that out and hear their take on the conference experience and their stories as women in construction. Thank you again for listening, and thank you to our partner and sponsor, TouchPlan. My name is Angela Highland, and just remember, we are just getting started.